It's officially the last day of 2020. It's December 31st. I have lots of catching up to do with each and every one of you. Hope you all missed me. So I hope you guys have a snack because this show is about to begin. Hey everyone, it's Elisa, and thank you for tuning in to the Sweet Talk with Elisa podcast. So, I have lots of catching up to do to uh, let you all know what I've been up to during the month of December. So I've been up to a couple of different things. So where do I begin? I guess I can give you an update regarding my whole experience for the past year since having gastric sleeve surgery. So at the ending of November, I had celebrated the one-year anniversary of me having gastric sleeve surgery. And people who've had bariatric surgery would usually call their surgery date a surgiversary. So I celebrated the one-year surgiversary of having gastric sleeve surgery. And um, I ended up going to this restaurant in the Bronx called Sangria Cafe. They have amazing food there. Drinks are great as well. I went to this restaurant for the first time a year ago, about a week before surgery. And then I decided to go there again to celebrate the one year anniversary of me having gastric sleeve surgery. And like I said on Instagram, like I said here, that once I reached the one year post-op, I was going to do it big. So I ended up going out to dinner right before indoor dining had shut down temporarily in New York um, because it did happen just recently. And yeah, I went on Instagram Live to do my makeup. I did my hair beforehand. Um, I wore a dress for the very first time during this year of the pandemic due to the coronavirus. And I felt great. I've taken pictures at the restaurant. I've even posted a side-by-side shot of how I looked a year ago when I first went and how I looked now going back celebrating the one year anniversary of my surgery. And you could see a big difference. I mean, physically, yeah, you could definitely see it. Um, the way that I was dressed, big difference. I mean, I'm grateful that I was given the opportunity to have this procedure done because it pretty much changed my life and it helps with my health a lot. Um, I would have never thought I would get to be where I'm at physically right now in my life, being 36, and I had the surgery when I was 35. So, yeah, um, I wish I would have had the surgery done years ago, but like I said before on the podcast, I was in a bad place at the time. The surgery was brought to my attention. I was in a toxic relationship with an ex-boyfriend, um, who was actually my son's father he wasn't as supportive as the way I would have wanted a supportive uh partner in life so um now time has passed and I actually had the surgery done last year I've had all the support that I needed and ever wanted so I was truly uh, blessed for that 
and grateful. Um, I know my son, he sees that I have a whole different attitude since having surgery. I'm more energetic. I'm more positive and I'm more upbeat. You know what I mean? And I, I feel like kids pick up a vibe depending on who they're hanging out with and the environment they're in. So my son is see that I'm all happy and you know giddy um he'll feel the same way too but uh yeah I'm definitely happy with where I'm at right now with my health physically I would say for the most part um looking at the size clothes that I'm wearing now since the beginning of the year like I'm still blown away um I was never a size medium in women's clothing ever in my life even when I was a teenager I've always been like a size extra large, 1X, 2X, the biggest in size clothing I've worn um, as an adult woman. Now I'm a freaking size medium. Like, I just can't believe it. <laughs> and I still have a big t-shirt collection, which is funny. I have some old shirts that I kept and a lot of new shirts that I purchased during the year. Um mostly a lot of my clothes are black and i think and feel like a lot of people notice my wardrobe is more on the goth side because they're mostly black and uh depending on like the style and design on the shirts that i have it's pretty much goth trendy (laughs) or i have a lot of band shirts too a lot of band merch like from motionless and white um, I had ordered merch from the Ice Nine Kills merch store um, several weeks ago, and I'm still waiting to receive those items. I got myself something, and then I got my son a shirt as well. But besides that, um, I really didn't go, to go out much this year. I mean, I've spent money on clothes throughout the year thinking, yeah, I'm going to have fun, I'm going to get all cute and whatnot, but I was pretty much home a lot of the times. But the times I have been able to go out, you know, I did get dressed up, I did my hair and makeup, and it is what it is, you know, got to look cute for a short period of time and call it a day. But um, regarding my health, so I still follow up with uh the bariatric doctor and um my rheumatologist my uh endocrinologist and primary care physician so recently um i was referred to a liver specialist by my bariatric doctor because the labs i had got done about a month ago um the blood work came back showing something was abnormal and my ultrasound for my liver shows everything was okay but the size of the liver is large so this is why i have to see a liver specialist they want to know what's going on so i had a consultation over the phone with the liver specialist and he wants me to repeat the labs he also wants me to get two different types of ultrasounds done which is more advanced and would give and show more details as to what exactly is going on with my liver. 
So I have to go get the labs done next week. The ultrasound, I need to reschedule because they scheduled for me to go in the afternoon. But having an ultrasound, you're really not supposed to eat anything. So I'd rather have the ultrasounds done in the morning. At least I get up in the morning, go get the ultrasounds done and come back home and I could chill out. But to do an ultrasound late in the afternoon on an empty stomach, like I can't. So I have to wait and see um, when they could have me go in to do that. Now, I had a follow-up with my rheumatologist a few days ago. And it was an over-the-phone appointment, you know, with COVID-19. Um, a lot of medical facilities, they're not letting patients be seen in person unless it's a severe emergency. So um, my rheumatologist um, had given me the lab results from the summer. I had to repeat labs again for her. And I also had x-rays done on my knees because I was concerned that I may have arthritis or something. So she too had said the labs came back abnormal again. And she wants me to see a kidney specialist. So I'm here at home like, what the fuck? If it's not one thing, it's something else. And then I'm thinking, man, I thought this surgery was supposed to help me get better, not like make shit get any worse. So I'm like here having so many thoughts in my head, like what the hell's going on in my liver, my kidneys, what is up? Um, Good thing is she said the x-rays for my knees came back normal. So I said, okay, cool. And during the conversation about my labs, you know, she kind of had me confused. She says, I'm at a mild cusp of lupus but I don't have lupus so her throwing out lupus out there like kind of freaked me out because it's not the first time she mentioned lupus to me but I have not been diagnosed with it I have to get more testing done to see exactly what's going on um I've mentioned before on the podcast talking about my health that uh prior to surgery I was told I have inflammation in my body, but no one really knows, particularly the rheumatologist doesn't know where this inflammation is coming from. So hopefully I get answers uh, by the kidney specialist and also the liver specialist. We'll see what happens. I'll keep you guys informed, but don't worry. I'm good. My bariatric doctor says based on the labs I did um, last month, everything is fine. Um, just the issue with the liver was a bit of a concern. So, but she says other than that, I'm good. Um, I have been able to maintain my weight. Um, I haven't gained any weight. The only time I would gain weight is when Aunt Flo pays a visit once a month. I'll gain like two to three pounds and then lose it back. I'm not at my goal weight as of yet. I'm thinking maybe in the new year. Probably by the time I reach two-year post-op from gastric sleeve surgery, I'll get to my weight goal. Now, a topic of discussion uh, came about with the bariatric doctor. I questioned about skin removal surgery, you know, plastic surgery. And she wanted to know exactly what. And I said, my stomach. I'm just concerned about my stomach. Like, I don't like the way it looks. Uh, How long do I have to wait to, like, see someone about it? So she says I could see someone right away or I can wait. But the thing she mentioned to me was if I see someone right away, I go through with having surgery to remove skin from my stomach. Um, that's it. Once I get the surgery done, 
I can't get it done again. So she says, um, pretty much 18 months post-op from having bariatric surgery is when the bariatric surgeon or doctor would refer the patient to see a plastic surgeon for consultation for skin removal or whatever else needs to be done. Because I know, especially for being a woman, you know, I have concerns like not just my stomach, but having like some saggy skin on my arms and my thighs, you know, liposuction can get rid of that. But I don't think um, health insurance will cover that because it's technically a cosmetic procedure. But for like skin removal, like on the stomach in particular, I think um, uh, health insurance would cover that. But it depends. So I said, I'll wait until I reach the 18 month post-op mark to see a specialist, if anything. Um, Hopefully by then I would lose more weight and get to my weight goal before the summer or at least by the summer, who knows. But yeah, um, I'm not stressing over plastic surgery. I mean, I actually had a discussion with my mom about it. She was freaked out because um, I had a relative whose girlfriend uh, had a cosmetic procedure done at a hospital here in New York City. Um, I'm not sure if she had a tummy tuck or a butt lift or something, but right after surgery, she got discharged to go home. The day after surgery, she wasn't breathing and she died. So I really don't know exactly what happened to her, but that's what I was informed. And yeah, having any type of surgery is scary. You know, even when you get put to sleep under anesthesia, I mean, scary. I was freaking out when I was in the operating room the day of my surgery you know, dealing with the anesthesia and all that. I was like keeping trying to keep my eyes open, but yeah, my eyes got droopy and heavy and then I knocked out. Next thing you know, I wake up in the recovery room, like, where am I? <laughs> you know what I mean? But we'll see um, what happens regarding my follow-up with the uh, liver specialist. And then I got to find out when I have to see, well, actually speak with uh, the kidney specialist. Because like I said, with the coronavirus pandemic a a lot of doctors aren't seeing patients in person they're either doing a phone call conference or a video conference unless it's an emergency yeah then they'll see the patient in person but besides that that's it so just know you guys i'm doing good i'm fine you guys see me post on social media particularly instagram uh twitter on occasion and now on tiktok (laughs) so i'm good so no worries Um, If you guys are concerned or anything, you know, you're more than welcome to hit me up on Instagram or uh, leave me a message here on the podcast. But overall, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm content. And that's all that matters. Two weeks ago, I went to visit one of my favorite places in New York City. I went back to Beetle House, New York for the fifth time. And it was my first time checking out their brand new location. So they started having brunch with Jack Skellington, AKA Sandy Claus, uh, for the month of December. And I had to go. And I've never really went out to brunch before, especially with my son. So I thought it would be so much fun to go. So I actually went 
on the first day of brunch with Jack Skellington, the very first day they had it at Beetle House. And it was really cool. Um, The location is way bigger than the old location. It's located within the same area as the original location. I believe it's in the same building. But it has up to 100 seats. And when I arrived with my son, it was pretty empty. There was only one table filled with people, about six people. Then I arrived with my son, and shortly after we arrived, um, two more people arrived. I really thought the brunch with Jack would have been somewhat packed. But it was the first time that Beetle House had brunch. So I'm glad that I went the first day um, it had taken place. My son looked around. You know, this is a place he's never been to, but I wanted him to experience Beetle House with his mama and show him why his mama loves the place so much. And Jack Skellington came over to our table. He said hi to us. He shook my son's hand. Um, There was an opportunity for guests to have their photo taken with Jack. And um, you had to pay like 12 bucks per person to do it. So I wanted my son to have his picture taken with Jack. I wanted one with the both of us together and one by myself. But unfortunately, my son had a fit. (laughs) Um, We had to go to a different area of the restaurant to have the photos taken with Jack. And my son was just not having it. You know, my son is autistic, so he's used to routine and then traveling to somewhere different that he's never been to before. He, you know, is very observant. But if he doesn't like something he's going to let me know by having his little fit. So I tried so hard to keep him calm. I even offered him my cell phone so he could like watch cartoons on YouTube and that wasn't even helping. I'm like, oh boy. So um, the pictures of him and Jack didn't come out so great. Um, The photographer actually emailed me uh, the photos and yeah, my son looked freaking terrified. (laughs) It's kind of like those pictures you see on the internet or even on TV of like having kids take their picture with Santa Claus and you see some of these kids crying and looking all scared like why am I here what is going on yeah same thing except with Jack Skellington so at least my son was nice in the beginning when Jack approached our table and said hi and whatnot so that was cool if you follow me on Instagram you can see the footage of you know Jack at my table just having a conversation and the pictures I have with him um the staff is great um I actually given a shout out to the owners Zach Neal and uh Gia I believe her last name is Farrell Farrell I'm so sorry if I freaking destroyed the pronunciation of her last name but I call her Gia that's how I was introduced to her by that name when I first met her at the old location of Beetle House a year ago I actually met her twice at the old location last year. But um, yeah, they've done an amazing job with the new location. I'm very proud of them. Um, I know a lot of people, including my friends who went with me to the old location last year, well, actually last two years, uh, said how the original location is very small. There's barely any space to move. The bathrooms were so freaking tiny. But no, this new location, everything is spacious. The bathroom is even spacious. So I was able to move around um, when I had to take my son to use the bathroom. So yeah, I'm definitely planning on going back again once indoor dining becomes available 
in New York City because right now everything is shut down regarding indoor dining. But outdoor dining is still available. I don't understand that uh, because we are at the beginning of winter and it's cold outside. Who wants to eat outdoors during you know, the winter months? It's not fun. But like I said, I do plan on going back to Beetle House, New York, um, sometime in the new year when indoor dining becomes available for everyone again. I have to go back with my friends because we are long overdue to hang out. <laughs> so yeah, if you guys want uh, to know more about Beetle House New York, you can follow them on Instagram at Beetle House NYC. I'm sure they're available on other social media platforms as well. But yeah, uh, check out Beetle House on Instagram. You can see all the footage of the new location there. And if you follow me on Instagram at Sweet Talk underscore Lisa, you can see the pictures and video footage I posted of my time at the new location for Brunch with Jack Skeleton. It was a lot of fun. So check that out, you guys. Now, kind of reflecting Beetle House, New York, and pretty much Beetle House in general, because there is a Beetle House in Los Angeles, California. There is a cosmetic company by the name of Melt Cosmetics. They had launched a collab with Beetlejuice. And, you know, I had to snatch up some of the items from their collab collection on the quickness. So my trip to Beetle House in New York last few weeks, two weeks ago, right? I ended up wearing two items from the collab. I ended up wearing some eyeshadow from one of the palettes and a liquid lipstick. And I believe I did the look on Instagram Live. So maybe you guys can check out my makeup live stream on my IGTV of my Beetlejuice inspired makeup. Uh, Melt Cosmetics had instantly became one of my favorite cosmetic brands since the summer when I first purchased one of their palettes called the 420 palette. And I had purchased a handful of lipsticks that was on sale for like five to ten dollars. And their products pretty much lasted a long time on me. The eyeshadow, the lipsticks, I love it. Um, was there any other makeup I purchased recently? Yes, Fenty Beauty, the cosmetic brand by Rihanna, the singer, who was actually my son's first girlfriend when he was a baby. <laughs> yeah, my son was so infatuated with her when he saw her on TV and listened to her music. Oh my goodness, it was so cute. But yeah, she launched new lip glosses and I follow Fenty Beauty on Instagram and um, I was looking at the different shades of the lip glosses and I was like, do I need to get this? Do I want this? I ended up ordering like four of them and um, I actually personally use the liquid matte foundation by Fenty Beauty for the past year. And since I have combination of normal to oily skin, that particular foundation from Fenty Beauty, it looks great on me and my last several makeup looks including the look I did to go to Beetle House um, I used the Fenty Beauty foundation and I love it I would definitely buy it again but I think I would have to change the shade to probably a shade lighter 
because how I ordered the Fenty Beauty foundation a year ago was on Sephora. I did a color match based on a foundation I was using prior to Fenty Beauty. I had put uh, the Too Faced Born This Way foundation with the shade I was using. And then it matched me to a Fenty Beauty foundation. And I ordered it and I'm like, okay. But looking at my pictures, it doesn't look too bad. So yeah. Um, but yeah, Fenty Beauty. Um, I've purchased other products during this year. Um, I ordered, not ordered, I actually went to Sephora and, and bought the mascara. Um, there was something else I ordered by Fenty Beauty. It was like a lip gloss and highlighter like gift set and I was gifted another highlighter from a uh, makeup Halloween swap I participated in back in November but yeah Fenty Beauty is pretty cool cool brand um I haven't tried the lip glosses yet but I will soon I think I'm gonna play with some makeup sometime this week I don't know when but it will happen soon um, I'm trying to think what other makeup products that I buy besides Mel Cosmetics and Fenty Beauty. I think that was it. I can't really think of anything off the top of my head, but those two brands are pretty great. Um, but yeah, that's all I can think of right now regarding makeup. So if I'm going to buy makeup at the new year, I have no idea. I really don't know. Um, I have so much makeup. It's not even funny. And I know I've said it more than once on the podcast. I was going to take a break from buying makeup. I have too much. Um, but seriously, I think I'm done with makeup right now. I just want to use what I have because I need to eliminate all the clutter of all the makeup I have. It's not even a joke, man. I'm telling you, I have a serious addiction to makeup. <laughs> but I do plan for the new year to create more makeup looks um actually i want to talk about tiktok so let's jump over to talking about tiktok for a quick minute in case you didn't know i am available on tiktok under the name at sweet talk underscore alisa so it's the same handle as instagram and twitter and last week um I got back into the groove of things with TikTok. So I created my very first set of duets with guys I started following on TikTok that I discovered last weekend. Um, one of the guys is actually a vampire. If you don't know me by now, I'm infatuated with vampires. <laughs> I think they're sexy, um, especially the males. You know, that's what gets me like er <laughs> no i'm kidding no but i am attracted to vampires like i'm infatuated by them i'm like into the movies the books cosplay like anything i'm just like mesmerized by it all but there's this guy on tiktok that goes by the name of boku wahide that's his name on all social media platforms and one of his videos that caught my attention was him doing a video with the um, sound of the beast from the Disney animated movie Beauty and the Beast where the beast says ow that hurts this was the part of the movie where after the beast rescues Belle from 
you know, being attacked by wolves. Um, she goes back to the castle with the beast and, you know, she helps clean him up and whatnot. And yeah, so then, you know, that scene, ow, that hurts. And then Belle goes off at him and whatnot. So I saw this video clip on TikTok by Hyde. He goes by the name of Hyde or Joseph. That's his real name. <laughs> and I just thought it was funny. And just seeing his like facial expressions and everything, you know, he has fair skin, the white eyes, the long dark hair with some color um and the fangs i was like okay he got my attention so then i was like browsing through his other videos there's one that he did of a jeff dunham uh skit i would say from a old stand-up show um jeff dunham is a comedian slash ventriloquist and he has all these puppets different characters and one in particular is peanut this purple I guess creature <laughs> and he's one of my favorites from his stand-ups and yeah so Hyde did this video with Peanut's voice um talking about he got Starbucks and I just started dying laughing like at the video it was like oh my god so I said to myself if I ever decide to make a duet video on TikTok it would be with Hyde because not only is he a good looking guy but just seeing his videos he just seems very funny so i did my first duet video with hyde and it was of the beauty and the beast um clip where the beast says ow that hurts so i went on instagram live last week i did my makeup and everything with the white contact lenses and i had my red wig that i wore on halloween two months ago and I was trying to wear my fangs too, but I don't know. The poly grip wasn't helping out <laughs> with the fangs I bought for Halloween two months back. And, um, you know, I had to really know the lines from the movie. I had to, like, you know, repeat it, make sure that my positioning in front of the camera was good, especially with the lighting. I have a ring light that I ordered from Amazon back in March for my birthday. I actually ended up purchasing a black backdrop from amazon um after thanksgiving i found it for cheap around i think it was black friday for like less than 10 bucks and all i did was i taped it to my wall in front of my closet in my bedroom and that was it i got to work so i did post hide as my mcm last monday and this was like two days after finding him on tiktok and i started following him on instagram and he actually shared my mcm instagram story onto his instagram story so i thought that was cool and he just said thank you and then um at some point i responded to his instagram story of a photo he posted of food and i said that looks good and he replied back to me and then i wrote back to saying said oh i didn't expect to get a response you know and then we just like went back and forth for a brief moment and that was it and then i noticed he had some live streams going on um, pretty much late at night here in New York because he's out in California. So I was like, it's midnight over here in New York. And it's like, I don't know what time it is out in the West Coast. Four hour difference, I believe. So yeah, I was watching his live stream for a bit. I was like, oh, look at him. So cute. <laughs> but he seems like a very chill, cool guy. Um, He does have a photography page on Instagram. um, And I've seen his work and... He's a pretty good photographer. He says he's been doing photography for like, I believe, two to three years. And I actually ordered merch from his merch site last week, too. 
So, um, you know me. I Like I said, I'm a vampire fanatic. So I'm trying to get more vampire type of merch, especially when it comes to clothing. So yeah, um, I actually checked the status of my order and I should be receiving my first Boku Wahide merch on Monday. I can't wait. Because um, best believe I'm going to do my makeup and hair and I'm going to try my best to put on those fangs I have. I have like four different pairs of fangs from Amazon that I got for Halloween and I'm going to see which one works best um, to go with whatever look I decide to come up with that's vampiric. Um, but yeah, I had fun doing my duets with him. Actually, uh, yesterday I was browsing through my page and on Instagram, there's a section called reels. So a lot of people are posting their TikToks on their reels. So there's one, uh, TikTok video I posted, um, of the duet between me and Hyde. And within 24 hours, over 800 plays. I was in complete fucking shock. Because if you see the numbers of plays between TikTok and Instagram, completely different. So over 800 plays on Instagram for this one duet video I did with Hyde. And then when I looked over at TikTok, the numbers are much, much lower. So I was like, wow, okay. But yeah, um, am, am I going to continue to do more duets on TikTok? Yeah. If I find someone's video that catches my eye and attention and I like it, why not? Because that's what I did with Hyde's videos. I you know, did duets with the ones that I liked. Um, I actually found a video... Of another vampire on TikTok that I started following um, recently, shortly after following Hyde. And he also has an Instagram page. And I actually forwarded this video clip on Instagram to Hyde. And I said, I can so see you doing a video with this sound clip. And then Hyde tells me to send him the sound clip over on TikTok. So I was trying to look for this sound clip on TikTok, but unfortunately it got banned you know, the community guidelines and all that crap. So I was like, damn it. It would have been good to see him to do a video with that sound clip. But then I found something else, shared it with him, and he said he was going to do a video with that sound clip that I forwarded to him. So I can't wait to see that. Um, there's another person on TikTok I followed around the time I started following Hyde. I don't think he's on Instagram, but I did a couple duets with him. He's from Canada that I know of. And uh, he's pretty funny, too. And um, there was, like, one video he posted, I don't know how long ago, I said, I got to do what this, and then he was like, go for it. So I was planning to do it this week, but I think I'm going to wait. I don't know. It depends, because I know it's New Year's Eve, and I want to play with some makeup and do a different look that I haven't done this year as of yet. And, of course, I want to wear my colored contacts to do it so it all depends like I said but don't worry um whenever I complete my TikTok videos and they become available to watch I'll share it on Instagram for you guys to see as well as a uh, Twitter and I'll let y'all know like hey check this out but um yeah I, I'm starting to get the hang of TikTok I need to know what a stitch is 
on TikTok. I did Google search what it is. So am I going to do that? I don't think so. I I would have to like understand it more. But the duets, I got the hang of. So I'm really happy about that. And um, I appreciate you guys showing all the love over on Instagram for liking my reels. Whether it's by myself or the duets I've done with the gentleman I just recently started following. So I just want to give a shout out to Boku Wahide. Um, That's Japanese, by the way. I used to take Japanese in junior high school for three years. Sixth, seventh, eighth grade, I took Japanese. Um, I only know a little bit of it from what I remember. I know how to ask for your name. I know to say hello and goodbye. I know how to say one, two, three. I know how to say be quiet, sit down. <laughs> um, I know how to respond to the question, what's your name? Like if someone was to ask me in Japanese, what's my name? I know how to respond back. Um, to the question so a little fun fact for you guys but to Boku Wahide um, I appreciate uh, you liking some of my videos because he did start following me on TikTok shortly after I followed him um, and we've interacted on Instagram briefly and during his live streams that I've seen so much love to you and wishing you all the best for the upcoming new year and I'm sure we'll be talking on Instagram or during a live stream sometime soon. So I'm looking forward to getting your merch too. Can't wait. <laughs> so yeah, um, like I said, you guys, if you guys want to see my videos on TikTok, my handle on TikTok is at sweet talk underscore Alisa. That's spelled S-W-E-E-T-T-A-L-K underscore A-L-I-Z-A. So definitely check out my videos, leave a comment, like them. If you don't have TikTok and you're on Instagram, then you can see the TikTok videos available on my Instagram reels and you can show love there too. One of my favorite comic book heroines from DC Comics had a brand new movie that was released on Christmas Day. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman 84, y'all. 84, 1984. That was the year I was born. So this movie definitely had a special meaning to me. Um, I was wearing my Wonder Woman merch that I ordered from Hot Topic uh, weeks before Christmas. And I thought the movie was great. I've read like so many different mixed reviews on social media. People didn't like it. Some people did like it. Um... I thought the movie was great overall. I would say the storyline with the villains. Um, I can't remember this actor's name, but he's well known for playing the Mandalorian. And um, he's a great actor, but I don't know. His storyline as a villain, I kind of understood why people didn't like him so much. But Wonder Woman was badass. I mean, the costumes, the action sequences... Uh, Kristen Wiig played the villain also in the movie, the second villain. I can't think of the character's name. Oh, shit. See? <laughs> I'm bad with, like, naming characters from comic books. But, yeah, I thought Kristen Wiig did pretty good in this movie as playing the villain. Um, but it was good to see some familiar faces. You know, Chris Pine was in the movie. 
and uh i don't know i would so buy that movie on blu-ray like just to have i have the first wonder woman movie on blu-ray um i want to get wonder woman 84 on blu-ray too because like i said 1984 is the year of my birth and wonder woman is one of my favorite uh heroin characters from dc comics so yeah i'll probably get it i have the funko pop figurine you know with the gold armor that she wears in the movie so that's pretty cool right <laughs> what are your thoughts about the movie if you've seen it i mean did you like it did you think it could have been better um if, if you thought it was bad what was so bad about it like if you guys want to call the podcast and share your thoughts on that you know hit me up um but yeah um the movie i think was like two hours long wow i don't even remember the first wonder woman was that long but yeah i thought it was great um everyone's entitled to their opinions about the movie so i'm gonna keep watching it as long as hbo max has it available because that's how i was able to see it on hbo max so yeah if you haven't seen wonder woman 84 go check it out So it's that time, people, that all good things must come to an end. This is the final episode of the Sweet Talk with Elisa podcast for the year 2020. And I thank each and every one of you for tuning in during this year. And I appreciate it very much. If you follow me on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and you've shown me love there, I appreciate it very, very much. But if you guys want to keep in touch, my handle on those three platforms is at sweettalk underscore Alisa. That's spelled S-W-E-E-T-T-A-L-K underscore A-L-I-Z-A. And uh, regarding the Sweet Talk with Alisa podcast, it's still going to be up and running for the new year. I actually had a conversation with someone earlier this evening about my podcast he was questioning about it and wanting to know what's going on because he hasn't heard anything from a podcast and I said you know I really haven't worked on it for this month and um I just really didn't have the motivation as I did two years ago when I first started the Sweet Talk with Elisa podcast um you know and I told him maybe I'll work on a new episode before the year is over and here I am working on the final episode talking to each and every one of you so thank you to my special friend uh my dark angel who's watching me from a distance uh he motivated me to uh work on this final episode for the year so thank you for that I appreciate it and uh yeah so um don't worry I'm still gonna be here the podcast will still be up and running and the three-year anniversary of the Sweet Talk with Elisa podcast is coming up in January in the new year. So I'll keep you guys posted on social media of the exact date for the anniversary of my podcast. And I may plan to do a little something. Uh, maybe go on Instagram Live, possibly on the anniversary date for the Sweet Talk with Elisa podcast. Maybe you guys want to do a Q&A with me. You just want to catch up on what's going on. Just talk about anything random. But just be mindful. No political conversations because I don't speak politics on the podcast. My podcast is strictly 
based on my day-to-day -day life. Uh, I talk about movies, music, makeup. I try to keep it fun and simple and entertaining for you all to try to put a smile on your face because let me tell you, this year has been a fucked up year for everybody. And my job for my podcast being my platform to express myself is to try to speak to all of you. Maybe we could relate to a few things. We could laugh, we could cry, could be disappointed. It could be about anything, you know what I mean? As long as we have a mutual understanding. But besides that, I wanna thank all of you who had tuned into the podcast during 2020. For any one of you who follow me on social media and show me love, I appreciate it with all my heart. I'm hoping and wishing for all of the best for everyone in the upcoming new year of 2021. We all deserve to be happy, to be loved, to be in great health, to prosper, and to kick fucking ass. This year has been a very challenging and traumatic year for everyone, everywhere. So let's try to see what 2021 brings. If you guys wanna keep in touch with me, you guys can call into the podcast, leave a message, or you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok at Sweet Talk underscore Alisa. That's spelled S-W-E-E-T-T-A-L-K underscore A-L-I-Z-A. Feel free to DM me if you want to say hi, you want to talk about anything. Don't be a stranger. I don't bite. <laughs> God bless each and every one of you. I love you all. And... I wish you all a happy new year. See you all in 2020. Until next time.